Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. Let's reach uh, Revelation chapter 14, the first five verses together. And here's what John, the human author of the book of Revelation, says in these verses. John said, Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his Father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were redeemed from among men, being firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Not everyone is going to fall under the spell of the Antichrist and the false prophet during the time of the tribulation. In fact, many people will come to Christ. Many people will be saved during the time of the tribulation. As we study the book of Revelation, this is what we can find out. Most of those who were saved during the time of the tribulation will suffer greatly for their faith. They will be going against the Antichrist and his tremendous power as he rules the world during the time of the tribulation. And so most of those who were saved during the tribulation will suffer greatly for their faith. Many of them will die. After the rapture of the church, there will not be one single Christian left in the world. Amazing. Not one single Christian left in the world after the rapture of the church. While the power of the Holy Spirit to restrain evil will be withdrawn from the world after the rapture. Right now there's a power that's holding back all of the evil that could swamp this world. There's a lot of evil in this world but without the restraining power of the Holy Spirit, there would be even a greater measure of evil that would overwhelm the world. When the rapture happens, the power of the Holy Spirit to restrain evil will be withdrawn from the world. But the convicting power and the power of the Holy Spirit to save the lost will be still very much present in the world after the rapture of the, of the church. Of the church. That is, that after the rapture of the church, the restraining hand of the Holy Spirit may be withdrawn, but His saving power will still be in the world. The Holy Spirit will use the Bibles that are left behind. Think of all the Bibles left behind by those Christians who are raptured. The Holy Spirit will use the Bibles that are left behind, the Christian literature, videos, and other materials that are left behind. And the Holy Spirit will use the preaching of the two witnesses in Jerusalem to bring multitudes of people, including almost all of the nation of Israel, to salvation, to belief in Jesus Christ during the time of the tribulation. Why do you think the Lord takes seven years to bring about His judgment and His wrath upon a world that has rebelled against Him? He can do that in just a moment. But during those seven years of wrath, God will extend His grace and mercy. 
And multitudes of people, the Bible says, will be saved. They will be tribulation saints. They will be people who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ during the time of the tribulation. But the greatest catalyst that the Holy Spirit will use to bring people to Christ during the time of the tribulation will be a special company of 144,000 evangelists. These evangelists will emerge out of the redeemed nation of Israel halfway, during the, the, halfway through the time of the tribulation. Imagine the nation of Israel today as a nation, as a whole, still rejects Jesus Christ as the Messiah. But the Bible teaches that during the time of the tribulation, midway during the seven years of tribulation, something miraculous and amazing will happen. The nation of Israel will turn to Christ in mass. And finally, the nation of Israel will fulfill the purpose that God had in calling that nation to be his special people, his chosen nation. And that has to be his witnesses to the world. And during the last half of the time of the tribulation, the nation of Israel will fulfill that purpose to be God's witnessing nation to the world. Out of the heart of that redeemed nation of Israel will come 144,000 very special evangelists, special called evangelists out of a redeemed nation of Israel. These 144,000 will cover the world with their testimony for Christ. They will be the hated enemies. They will be the number one target of the Antichrist. He will hate these 144,000 evangelists, for preaching Christ and for exposing the truth about the Antichrist and the truth about all of the judgments of God that are falling upon the earth. The verses that we've read tonight tell us more about the 144,000 end-time witnesses. We were first introduced to the 144,000 in Revelation chapter 7. These verses give us another picture, a more complete and full picture of the special 144,000 evangelists. Now, while many people who are saved during the tribulation will die as martyrs, many people saved, many people who come to Christ, many people who refuse to take the mark of the beast during the time of the tribulation will lose their lives as martyrs during the time of the tribulation. The Antichrist and his forces will take them out. But there will be some tribulation believers who actually live through the horrors of the tribulation. And they will enter alive into the millennial kingdom of Christ that will be ushered in after the seven years of tribulation. Here's what the Bible says about the 144,000 Jewish evangelists. They will survive the tribulation. They will survive because God will set his seal of protection upon the 144,000. And they will survive persecution. And they will survive the judgments of God upon a sinful world. And they will survive the attempts of the Antichrist to kill them. And when Jesus returns, and when he stands on Mount Zion after he returns, here's what these verses say. The 144,000 who survive the tribulation will stand with Jesus in triumph. That's what these, picture, these verses picture for us that we have read tonight. 
while unbelievers will receive the mark of the beast, 666, the 144,000 will have the name of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the name of the Father on their foreheads. They will be sealed by God and protected by God. The Antichrist will desperately seek to kill these powerful and fearless preachers of the gospel. But having marked, them as, having marked them as his own possession, God will not permit the 144,000 to be harmed. Throughout the outpouring of God's final judgments and against Satan's final fury, the 144,000 will fearlessly preach the gospel. Their reach will be worldwide, all around the world. There will be the reach of the 144,000 preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. These 144,000 will confront unbelievers with their sins. They will call them to repentance and faith in the Savior. They will proclaim the truth about the devastating catastrophes taking place on the world. And they will say and reveal to them that they are indeed the righteous judgments of God. And the end of the tribulation would soon come, and the end of every opportunity for those who are lost to be saved. Despite Satan's best efforts, all 144,000 of these evangelists and these evangelists will survive the tribulation, and they will meet Jesus on Mount Zion at his second coming. 144,000 will then enter the millennial kingdom of Christ as living men where they will continue to serve the Lord during the thousand-year reign of Jesus. The story of these victorious survivors illustrates the wonderful truth that God will preserve and He will protect His own people. As believers... We may lose our life in this world as we live for Christ, but we will never lose our salvation. We will never be separated from God. Again, hear the tremendous words that the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Paul wrote, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let's take a look at what Jesus revealed to John, the human author of the book of Revelation, in these verses about the 144,000. First of all, let's look at their praise. Again, Revelation 14, verses 2 and 3. John said, I heard a voice from heaven like the voice of many waters, like the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. They sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. When Jesus comes again, when he stands on Mount Zion outside of Jerusalem, the 144,000 are going to meet him there. They will come together as a mighty chorus 
to sing a song of redemption. They will joyously praise the Lord for their protection and for their triumph, for surviving and being victorious during the time of the great tribulation. Revelation teaches that heaven and earth will resound with loud praise when the Lord Jesus Christ returns in triumph to establish his earthly kingdom. John notes that the song the 144,000 sing is a special song. It's a unique song. It's a song just for them that no one else can sing. Can sing. These witnesses are unique. They will be saved during the rapture. They will be saved in the most tumultuous time in human history. They will endure the assaults of Satan. They will walk through the teeth of the tribulation. They will remain faithful to God. They will complete their duty. And when Jesus comes again, they will sing a very special song of praise to God. That's the praise of the 144,000. Next, let's look at their performance. Revelation chapter 14, verses 4 and 5, speak of the character and the commitment of the 144,000 during their ministry in the time of the tribulation. These verses speak of the purity of the 144,000. Verse 4, these are the ones who were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. The immorality that it will be rampant in our world, uh, that is rampant in our world today, will pale in comparison to the vileness, to the perversion, to the defilement, to the gross sexual immorality that will swamp the world during the time of the tribulation. In the midst of the darkness of the tribulation period, the 144,000 will shine forth like beacons of purity. 144,000 morally pure preachers amid the gross defilement that surrounds them in the world. This reminds us of one thing. Sexual purity is absolutely essential to triumphant Christian living. Following the rules, the laws, and the commands of God concerning Sexual immorality and sexual purity is essential to living the triumphant Christian life. 1 Thessalonians 4.3 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Not only will the 144,000 be morally pure, they will be spiritually pure faithfully holding on to and proclaiming the uncompromising truth of God's Word in a world full of spiritual apostasy. That's the purity of the 144,000. Next, let's look at their passion. Again, verse 4, these are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. The 144,000 will be passionately loyal to the Lamb to the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what the cost may be, there will not be one lukewarm bone in their body. They will be passionately loyal and committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the same kind of loyal, devoted, and passionate followers 
that Jesus seeks. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Next, let's look at the purpose of the 144,000. Again, verse 4, These were redeemed from among men, being firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. The 144,000 will be called out and set aside by God for a special purpose. That purpose is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Christ-rejecting world of the tribulation. And they will be true to that purpose. Next, let's look at the proclamation of the 144,000. Again, Revelation 14, 5. And in their mouth was found no deceit. The 144,000 will not propagate Satan's lies. They will be bold proclaimers of the truth of God. No deceit will be found in their mouth. They will declare the truth to a world that is living in darkness and error. Let's look at the piety of the 144,000. Revelation 14, 5, for they are without fault before the throne of God. This doesn't mean that the 144,000 will be sinless, but they will be sanctified. They will be above reproach. They will live godly lives before all who see them. All Christians are called to a holy life, to holy living. Ephesians 1, verses 4 and 5. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before God. That's our look at the 144,000 from Revelation chapter 14. The 144,000 will lead holy lives and minister effectively for God during history's darkest hour. Their exemplary efforts will spearhead the greatest spiritual awakening the world will ever see. The inspired account of their lives and ministry provides a pattern of triumphant Christian living for all believers to follow today. So the 144,000, even though they are yet to come to the world, are an example for us today to live committed and dedicated lives to our Lord and to our Savior. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.